This is Warrior Podcast, changing the world by introducing warriors to the warrior God. I'm your host, Elizabeth Andrade, here with Connor Shanahan, and happy Thanksgiving to all you warriors out there. We know this year looks a little bit different, in fact, very different, and uh, with this difficult year, it may be hard for us to find things that we're thankful for as we celebrate differently, as everything that we're used to maybe looks a little bit different this year, um, even through all this difficulty that we faced in 2020, I do believe that there are still things to be thankful for. Connor, what are you thankful for this year? Yeah, that's really well said. It, it is a, it's been so strange. It's been so difficult. But even in the midst of that, there are things to celebrate. And that's going to be our, our task and challenge here tonight. For me personally, even even in the midst of what has been a stressful and hectic year, the Lord has blessed my wife and I with our first baby. Amen. So by the time of this airing, my sweet wife Madeline will be like two or three weeks away from giving birth to our first child. We're so excited to meet her. That is scary for me to say out loud, two, three weeks away. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah, wow. (laughs) It seems unreal. It seems like just yesterday. I know. You guys were announcing that she was pregnant. This whole pandemic has been just a blink, an absolute blink of an eye. But man, we're so thankful. We're so thankful and so excited and thankful that the Lord has blessed us with life. And and that's something that we have been celebrating and something that has carried us through some of these uh, dark days of 2020. Yeah, definitely. What about you, Elizabeth? What do you, what do you got going on? What What is uh, one or two things that, that you are thankful for this year in the midst of some chaos? You know, this year looked a little different than we expected, but um, I'm really thankful that Mario, my husband, had the chance to work from home. I think it's been great for our marriage. We've mm. really connected. Um, we've gotten to know each other more. And I'm, I've just been really thankful for that. That. it's it's been a blessing yeah well praise god and let me let me shout you two out i know you guys are studs <laughs> but for our listeners for you warrior you gotta know like what a testimony of of a christ exalting marriage oh. i don't think that it is the norm for uh, married couples during this time to celebrate extra time together <laughs> unfortunately unfortunately i don't think that's the norm i think a lot of this pandemic season with people working from home, people being quarantined, people being confined to their homes. I think that's produced a lot of angst and a lot of strife and a lot of, um, it's exposed a lot of sin, to be honest. But what a testimony of God's goodness, what a testimony of um, God's design for human flourishing for you and Mario, who have submitted yourself to God's design for flourishing and have experienced that flourishing, have experienced that joy within your marriage. So just praise God for that. Praise God for you too. I'm happy to know you. Madeline and I are thankful to be able to work with you both. And I'm so glad to hear that, uh, that uh, you guys have been crushing this stay-at-home life. That's awesome. <laughs> well, we are definitely thankful for you and Madeline. Y'all have just been a, a huge blessing in our lives. And I just appreciate everything you said. I mean, our marriage definitely isn't perfect, but we do enjoy working hard together. So speaking of gratitude, what is gratitude? What is gratitude? That's a great question. I think the way that we'll frame gratitude is through the lens of a discipline, Right. I think that often when we talk about Thanksgiving, like the practice of Thanksgiving or the practice of gratitude, we think through it through like an emotional lens. Like, oh, I feel happy and therefore I can give thanks or I feel happy and therefore I'm grateful. But like so many things in in, in the Christian life and like we've even talked about on this podcast um, where like through the thinking through emotions as something that are always real, but not necessarily always true. So through that lens, and I think I think the Bible would invite us into a into more of a contentment, right? Like a like a contentment, a gratitude that surpasses circumstance, a contentment and gratitude that is able to be sustained and enjoyed 
regardless of circumstance. So rather than talk about like Thanksgiving or gratitude through the lens of like being happy or being able to celebrate some things, those are good and right. Like being happy and being able to celebrate is good. Um, but I think what we're trying to talk about gratitude is more of the discipline of reflecting on the good things in life. And specifically, obviously here at Warrior, hopefully it's obvious, <laughs> at Warrior Podcast, we're going to talk through that through the lens of reflecting on God's goodness, on the unchanging nature and character of God, uh, regardless of circumstance. Yeah, yeah, I love the way you put that. I mean, like we've said, I think many times, if we put the focus on God, then we can overcome any circumstance that that we we may be facing. Just a little bit more about gratitude. We're looking at it as a discipline. Um, the benefits of giving thanks seem to increase mental toughness. Do you want to speak a little bit about that, Connor? I do. So this is something that I'm passionate about, and this is something that I think applies directly to the life of the warrior. Uh, specifically to you, warrior, if you've served in the armed forces, especially over the past few years, you have no doubt <laughs> sat through a plethora of briefings, PowerPoint briefings on resiliency, right? I know that you have because I have. <laughs> and I know that uh, that's stuff that we all look forward to, right? Is those big, long briefing days <laughs> where we learn all about these glorious topics. But, but in that, though, I do think that there's a lot of great benefit to understanding the reality that gratitude and practicing gratitude as a discipline does increase our resiliency. That has been true for me experientially. Practicing gratitude has, I think, increased my own personal resiliency. Beyond that, though, there are stats to back that up. There is this 2006 study that found that Vietnam veterans with higher levels of gratitude experienced lower rates of PTSD. Hmm, very interesting. Let that sink in. Yeah, wow. People who practice gratitude experience lower rates of PTSD. And now, obviously, we're not trying to make light of PTSD. We're not trying to say that there's any quick fix here. But we cite that study to say that, that this, this idea of practicing gratitude as a discipline is actually beneficial, scientifically beneficial. Gratitude through that lens is actually a direct contributor to your resiliency, warrior. So if you want to be prepared for war, if you want to be prepared for service, if you want to be prepared to serve the community as a first responder, you need to be resilient. You need to be mentally, physically, and I think emotionally and spiritually in the game. You need to be sharp. You need to be ready to go. And one of the ways that you can do that is by practicing gratitude. Yeah, there, and there's also some yeah. other studies out there that have been done by Harvard University and UPenn, which say that practicing gratitude um, as a discipline can also enhance your sleep, lower your blood pressure, even reduce symptoms of physical pain, which I thought was very interesting personally. And of course, increase contentment. I think that one's kind of a given because I think if you're practicing gratitude, you're realizing what you have to be thankful for. Practicing gratitude can also rewire your brain. So I, I find that all very interesting that there is science to back this up. It's fascinating. It really is. Like it almost sounds like mumbo jumbo, right? Like it almost <laughs> yeah. sounds like it's, yeah. it's too good to be true. It sounds kind of silly. But let me paint just like a quick picture of maybe what this looks like on, on like a silly low level. I can remember clearly, clearly, and this is years ago. This was early on in my little army career before I switched over to the glory of an air-conditioned Air Force office. This was when I was serving out as an infantryman in the Army, and we were we just finished a long range day, and we went back to our our camp, basically. If, if you've never been out in the woods with the Army, we're, we basically went back to, like, um, to our camp 
<laughs> just a fun time camping with friends in the woods. That's really what we were doing. As part of that, some of the higher up uh, sergeants, after we had finished eating our delicious MREs, ordered a few of us lowly privates to uh, on, a, on a special operation tour, right? These sergeants just saw a need for a mission, and they just decided to empower these young privates, myself included. I, I was drafted into this spec ops mission of ensuring that our little camp was spotless from trash, ensuring the cleanliness of our environment by crawling through the woods, um, by uh, walking through the woods, and ensuring that every piece of trash was picked up. After a long day at the range and knowing that you're about to sleep in the woods on a freezing cold night, picking up other people's trash, other infantrymen's trash through the woods is not something that most people are excited about. And I was not excited about when I when I received this glorious special operations mission. But uh, but one of our my corporal at the time, who became one of my best friends, um, he just had this crazy, optimistic attitude, and he literally treated this trash detail as like a special operations mission, literally. And he was being sarcastic and he was being facetious, and it was funny. Um, but he was like he was like gentlemen. We're going to go out into this woods and we're going to get every piece of trash. And every time we pick up a piece of trash, we're going to celebrate because we have we have found a lost piece of trash that's going to find its home in the garbage can. <laughs> and so we, we went through like combat style. We were like clearing rooms, pretending like we we're clearing rooms around every tree. We were picking up trash. We were being silly. We were practicing gratitude when we picked up these, these pieces of trash. And it actually like years later. I still remember that little, what should have been a menial cat. Yeah. <laughs> Years later, I still remember like how fun that stupid little trash detail was because we were, we were, we were grateful to do it. Even in our sarcasm, um, it still rewired our brain. It still kind of tricked us into believing that we were having a good time. And, and by really buying into that, by really practicing gratitude, we did actually have a good time. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a great story. Um, I think it just goes to show, I mean, you can, you can choose the attitudes that you have in life. You can choose to have a grateful attitude or you can choose to be vindictive about your situation and your circumstance. And yeah. when you choose to have a grateful attitude, it can turn into some memory that you have that you look back on and smile. And I think that's really interesting and really cool. Yeah, it can. It can. The opportunity is there. And of course, like as we mentioned at the forefront here, we all know that 2020 has been a terrible year, right? We all right. know that, um, especially as this episode is going to come out on Thanksgiving and, and most of us are, are probably not going to be with our families. Right, and that's tough. Or um, certainly not going to be with our families in the way that we expected to be or that we hope to be last year. So even, even in difficult circumstances, like I still think that the opportunity to practice gratitude is there. And uh, one of my one of my favorite pastors, John Piper, has this great quote on this topic. And he says, uh, talking about gratitude, um, that it is not always thanks feeling, but it is thanksgiving. Wow, that's so I mean, that's so profound, Connor. It, it, I think it is. I really do. I think I think even in those moments where you don't feel thankful, even in those moments where you don't feel grateful, the opportunity, the invitation from the Lord exists to reflect upon his goodness, to reflect upon all that he has done um, in your life and for you. And through that, I think we can access some joy in the Lord, even in the midst of tough times. I think if we view um, gratitude as a discipline in that way, something that we do, even when we don't feel like it, I think we can reap the benefits of it, even in tough circumstances. Yeah. And that's, that's definitely like, I think of Paul who, you know, I think that he was a person who chose to be, to 
to practice Thanksgiving in all of his situations. I mean, he was imprisoned in chains and he still found things to be thankful for. And that's not to say that practicing gratitude will magically fix your situation. I mean, I think that Paul was still feeling the very real pain and um, uncomfortable experiences, but he chose to be content because sometimes even in these desperate situations or these painful situations, we always know that you know, it may not be solved immediately, the the pain that we're experiencing, but we can have hope that in the end, everything will be all right, because we are loved by God. And one day he will make all things right. Yeah, absolutely. Even in our pain, we know that God will one day make all things right. And even in our pain, we, we serve a God who, who knows what it's like to feel pain. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We serve a God who who condescended to earth as Jesus Christ, the son of God came to earth as Jesus Christ. And felt pain and felt what it was like to be human, felt what it was like to take on flesh. And so absolutely, this invitation to like reflect upon the goodness of God, even in hard times, certainly to your point, it's not going to take away the pain, mm-hmm. but but we can access um, some joy and we can access the presence of God as, as we turn to the God who knows what it's like to feel pain so he can minister to us in the midst of it. And also a God who rose from the dead. So he's all powerful and he promises that to your point, like you said, he will one day come and make all things right. Yeah. So speaking practically about gratitude, what what does it look like practically? How can we practice gratitude? <laughs> Great question. If we're going to view this as a discipline, what does that look like? Right. If we're, if we're going to practice gratitude as a discipline, if it's something we're going to do, even when we don't feel like it, how can we do that? A few tips, I think, a few a few items here. And I think the first and primary one that I recommend to people, it sounds really silly but it's something that has really helped me in my own life is to keep a gratitude journal. And this can look different for all different kinds of people. I mean, this could just be a little notepad by your bed. You could go out and buy a, buy a cool tactical military moleskin journal, or you can go get the most frou-frou comfortable journal from, from your local store, whatever you need to do. But this could look like, like a different things. Like maybe for you at the end of every day, you just, you just write down some of the things that you're grateful for. One practice that I think is really helpful is in moments of stress, if you can, in moments of stress, Mm -hmm. take a step back and write down five things that you're thankful for. Um, This is a practice that a therapist that I've worked with personally has challenged me to do, and it it has reaped so many benefits that that basically here's the task on a difficult day, maybe in a moment of stress or or certainly on that day when you're feeling overwhelmed, um, take some time, take take a step back take some deep breaths and find five silver linings, five things that are good, five things that are silver linings, even in the tough circumstance and and write them down, take the time to write them down. And that for me has been a a transformative practice. It kind of has like a, like a grounding effect. Like you can, you can get your perspectives in order and realize, Hey, not everything around me is bad. There are these things that I do have to be thankful for. That's so well said. It is. It is grounding. It is grounding. And it's super helpful. So I know a lot of warriors. I know you warrior. You might not be super excited about grabbing a journal and picking it up. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this this will really, really benefit you to to in moments of stress on difficult days, take time to physically write down five silver linings, five things that you're thankful for. I would challenge you, warrior, to to try me in this, to prove me wrong, to do this and see if it's helpful or not. And, and I would bet that it is. And I will pray for you that it is as well. Yeah, I've, I've heard there's so many like there's so many studies out there that say that actually writing something down will help you to engrave it in your mind and to remember that later. 
it's a weird thing. I think every study, like every study on learning even says that like handwriting notes is still the most effective or beneficial way to remember information long term. So there is something there. There's something there. There's something there that science is backing up. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And I think beyond like similar to that, but but also maybe one step further, one, one thing that you can do in that gratitude journal is to write down answered prayer requests. Make sure to to take time to annotate and to make a note of any time that God answers your prayers, because um, then you can go back and, and reflect on these days, weeks, months, years later. You can reflect on the goodness of God so that even in hard times, you can look back and say, you know what, God, God has seen me. God has known me. God loves me. And he has responded intimately to my prayer requests. So because he has been faithful in the past, I know that I can trust him with my future. That's a huge thing. That's huge. Yeah, that's huge. Because that, that just says to you, hey, like the pattern is that God will answer my prayers. So I can have faith that this will also be answered and it will be okay. Yes. Even if it's not right now. Yes. Yes. Reflecting on the historic faithfulness of God ought to give us so much faith in God's future ability, his future grace to respond to our lives, to see us and minister to us and help us in times of trouble. And that's something that, that I have personally used and that, and that has been really helpful for me as well. What about what about telling somebody what God has done in your life? Yes, absolutely. You can tell somebody the good things that God has done for you, the good things that God has done in your life. And similar to this idea of like writing things down as cemented in your brain, I think sharing good news like that with other people, encouraging other people actually has an effect where you are encouraged yourself to where if you are sharing of God's goodness with others, something happens in that moment where you are also refreshed and encouraged as you reflect upon all that God has done for you. I think that may have something to do with the way that God designed us to be in fellowship with one another. I think you're right. I think you're onto something there. It's so true that God has designed us for community. And so when we tap into that, when we submit to God's design for our flourishing, we experience flourishing. And as as we close here, we, we don't want to forget that another important, very crucial way to practice gratitude is by reading the scriptures. And I think some of the most encouraging scriptures that we can draw from are in the Psalms. And so as we close here, I just want to read a couple verses from, this is Psalm 108 verses 1 through 5, which says, My heart is confident, God, I will sing praises with the whole of my being. Wake up, harp and lyre. I will wake up the dawn. I will praise you, Lord, among the peoples. I will sing praises to you among the nations. For your faithful love is higher than the heavens, and your faithfulness reaches to the clouds. God be exalted above the heavens, and let your glory be over the whole earth. May we all, this week, this weekend, find some time to reflect on the faithfulness of God. May we find some time to reflect upon all that God has done for you, warrior. The fact that you have breath in your lungs, the fact that your organs work, the fact that blood flows through your flesh, I think is evidence of God's goodness, is evidence of God's providence to sustain you and bless you. So may we all take time to reflect on that this weekend. Uh, and even in the midst of a difficult year, even in the midst of a chaotic Thanksgiving, perhaps, may we as warriors commit to practice the discipline of gratitude and make time to reflect upon the goodness and faithfulness of our God. Thank you for listening to us. If you want to trust in Christ, or if you want to learn more about making Him the authority over your life, or if you want to learn more about us, send us a message on our Instagram at WGMHQ. That's WGMHQ. We will make sure that someone gets in touch with you. This has been Warrior Podcast with Connor Shanahan. 
Warrior God Ministry's mission is to change the world by making disciples among military members and first responders and equipping them to be disciple makers and missionaries in their respective communities for the glory of Jesus Christ.